At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. Matthew 25. I'm going to read one verse here. We're going to bounce around. We're going to bounce around a lot, so keep, keep your Bibles open. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, God is good. How many in the room can say that your blessings outweigh your problems? By a long shot. How many can say, somebody say, it's not even close. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 12 or Matthew 25. I'm going to read one verse. Um, verse 34, Matthew 25, 34. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come you blessed, or come you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Let's pray. Father, we, we come to you this morning. We thank you for every blessing. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for what you're doing in people's lives. Thank you though for those that were blessed yesterday through the ministry of, uh, of the feeding, uh, the food and the coats and other giveaways through our um, Nazarite Nation ministry. And, and thank you for the, the, the jail ministry that those that were touched last night and through Dwayne and and David and others that are, are working in the jail ministry and for what took place at the school last night. We just thank you for what's happening in the community. And we ask your anointing upon your word. We ask that you add your blessing to it. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone shouts, Amen. Amen. Now, we've been talking about prayer and I need to lay a little foundation here. We've been talking about prayer for a few weeks now. And, and you know, I talked to you two or three weeks ago about, about let them and, uh, you know, God said, let them, and he gave us dominion. We got we to gotta understand, and what I've been trying to do is lay a foundation for prayer and for you to look at prayer from a completely different perspective than what you've ever looked at, any way you've ever looked at it. So, you, oh, glory. You have to come to a place where, where prayer uh, is not a chore and, and prayer is not... Uh, oh, oh, God! I have to pray. I have to pray. I have to pray. You know, really, you know. But it comes, it comes, comes to a place in your life, Brandon, where you operate in a spirit of prayer, and you begin to operate. We got to move from just petitioning to making proclamations and making declarations. Are you with me? Uh, speak something right now. Speak something good right now. Is that difficult? You know, we, we have to realize that there's so much power in what we speak, and we come to a place. Now, I want to be able to, 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 to share this word with you in the way that God gave it to me, but I read you one verse. The kingdom, inherit the kingdom. Look what it says. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So, Elder Rice, here's what the Scripture is saying. Don't miss the part. We, don't miss this. We often think about the kingdom of God, but what... What we tend to miss is that God 
prepared, like he prepared the kingdom for his people from the foundation of the world. Now, uh, the point I want to try to make to you, we have to get out of being religious You've heard me say before, some people say I'm about to lose my religion. You need to go ahead and lose it. We have to move and we have to move from being religious Christians to being kingdom citizens. All right. Y'all are looking at me like I'm crazy. You can't be a religious person and be effective in prayer. Oh, glory. And I'm going to show, I'm going to, I'm going to prove that to you. Now, what's the first thing a kingdom needs? Come on, somebody shout it out. A king. And I, and I'll tell you, I feel like what I'm getting ready to speak to you, I'm, I'm going to be operating in, 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 in kingly authority. Amen. Is anybody with me? So a king has to have a king, and a king has a territory, and a king has a domain. Look at your neighbor and say, let them. Now we have a king. Does anybody know his name? Come on, somebody shout the king's name. Come on, shout his name one more time. Oh, you can do better than that. You need to shake the rafters. Somebody shout the king's name. Oh, glory. Now you're waking up. The king has a territory and the king has a dominion. Look real quickly at Acts chapter 1 and verse 6. Acts 1 and 6. When they therefore were come together, this was after Jesus had resurrected and he shown himself to his disciples uh, with, with uh, infallible proofs. When they come together, they ask of him saying, Lord, when... Lord, will you at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Now, they were looking for a military leader. Now, here's the deal. We have to get out of the natural. Are y'all with me? Somebody's got to help me. You guys got to help me preach. They were looking for a military leader. When Jesus came before Pilate, Pilate said, are you a king? He, he, he spoke, you know, you know, he spoke to Pilate because Pilate knew about kingdoms. He wouldn't speak to Herod because Herod was a fool. He wouldn't even speak to him. But he spoke to Pilate because Pilate knew about kingdoms. Oh, glory, I feel, a, I feel something heavy coming. Pilate said, are you a king? And Jesus, I'm going to paraphrase, but he basically said, yes, I'm a king, but my kingdom is not of this world. He said, because if my kingdom was of this world, I could go military on you. Oh, y'all ain't getting... No, no, no. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Come on, help your pastor. 
Oh, glory. I'm about to go. Look out. They may have to put that video up again this morning. He said, if my kingdom were of this world, I could go military on you and I could call forth 10,000 soldiers and wipe you out. But this is not about the natural. This is not about uh, religious kingdoms. This is not about natural kingdoms. That's the problem with the world today. They get so caught up in the outside and the externals. Look not to the things which are seen, for they are temporal. Look to the things which are unseen, because they are eternal. Oh, glory. Come on. Somebody needs to help me preach this morning. He said, if, if my kingdom was this world, I could call, I could call a bunch of soldier, soldiers up and they'd wipe you out. Perfect example. I know I've given this, I know I've given this example before, but I'm, I'm trying to set something up to you. You've got to get out. If you're going to pray effectively, you've got to get out of the place where, you, where you're operating from religion. Religion. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself, Brandon. Religion wants you to be part of an organization. Religion wants you to join a church and be part of an organization. It's no, it's no different than becoming part of a club. And I'm not against clubs. But you know, it's no different than being part of the Lions Club or the Kiwanis Club or, you know, or the Church Club, the Our Father's House Club. No, you're not to be part of a club. You're not, to, you're not supposed to be religious and part of a club. You're supposed to be kingdom citizens and you're part of something that takes place in the supernatural. Let me give you an example. King. How many believe the greatest example that we ever had was Christ? Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. Okay. If we believe that, do you believe we, st- we should m- try to mirror how he lived? Amen. I've used this, I know I've used this illustration before, but remember he said, yeah, I'm a king. It's not about... This world. It's not about military. Amen. Get, let me get, get a bunch of you, you stand up here. Get a bunch of you guys stand up here. Who remembers when they came to get Jesus? Come here. I need you to help me. Yes, you are. And you know what to do. Right? Do you know what to do? You're with me. I need some soldiers. Is this the only two soldiers we got? Soldier, you, 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 you. Oh, my word. What a gnarly looking bunch now. Look at their leader. What I miss? Let me have that. (laughs) All right. Sorry, but you're going to be religious, right? Kingdom minded and operating in the supernatural. Remember the story. Now, here's the deal, guys. I'm sorry, but when I give you the cue, you're supposed to fall. I didn't prepare you ahead of time. 
But you can do it. I know you can. When they came to get Jesus, look at it. Y'all know the scripture. They came to get him. We won't go there for the sake of time. They came to get him. He's in the garden praying. And the Bible says that they brought with them, Randy, they brought with him a band of soldiers. You know how many is in a band? 600. 600. We're going to settle for 10, right? Nine. We don't have 600. So they brought a band of soldiers, and Jesus takes over. Terry, Jesus takes over the conversation. He's, at, he's, he's in control. Somebody say he's in control. Who are you looking for? Who are you guys looking for? They said, we're seeking Jesus of Nazareth. And the King James Version says, I am he. But actually, and don't nobody freak out and leave the church because I'm getting ready to tell you that anything in italics in the King James, back me up. Anything in italics in the King James was added by the interpreters, the writers in 1633 when the King James was revised. Now, I believe in the King James, King James, I preach in the King James. But actually, the statement that Christ made was, he said, I am. And when he said, I am, the scripture says that 600 soldiers went, Okay, let's try that again. Get back up. <laughs> One more time. Come here, Peter. Here's proof that if he wanted to go military, I don't know if you're seeing this or not. In fact, the Bible says, Chris said he, when he was on the cross, and I'm, Danny, I'm about to get excited, buddy. I'm coming to you. The Bible says that he was in the cro- on the cross. He could have called 12 legions of angels. 12 legions of angels. You know how many, you know how many is in the legion? 6,000. So he could have called 70. He could have said, 72,000 angels, come and take me down. Listen, Jesus is not a weak man. He had all of the resources. Are you with me? So they said, we're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. We're coming to arrest him. I thought it was kind of interesting that they said 600 people. 600. And he looks at them and he says, I am. Come on, give him a hand. That was much better. So here's the point. Here's the point. The point is, he was always in control, and he always, that's all he had to do was speak the word. Listen, he didn't have to go. That's why he told Pilate. He said, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. Pilate said, don't you, don't you know, mister, that I have the power to set you free? And don't you know that Jesus looked at Pilate and said, you have no power over me except what my Father will give unto you. So what I'm trying to say is that's, 
Let them, that's the kind of, no, 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 no. He said, resurrection power is what brought him from, he said, the same power. Oh, I'm about to blow up. He said, the same power. You gotta, you gotta change the way you pray. Come on. I said, you gotta change the way you pray. The same power that raised Jesus up from the dead lives in you. It's gonna quicken your, come on, come on. Somebody needs to get this in your spirit. You're not supposed to be a dead church that's just barely making it. One more time. I am. Read your Bible. He didn't have to go if he didn't want to go. Okay, get up, guys. That's the last time I'll do you that way. I know you're thinking, boy, it's like Benny Hinn. Get him up. Come on now. Get him up. No, stay here. One of you. Yeah, come here. Now, you're supposed to grab me. Now, religion, religion says fight in the natural. Yeah. Religion says fight in the natural. So, Peter pulls out the sword. And cuts off the soldier's ear. <laughs> you need to stick to fishing, boy. <laughs> I'm not good at that either. <laughs> you know, Peter was a fisherman. He wasn't used to using a sword, but he's, I got this. I got this. You, you know, Peter's, oh, listen, Peter's basically saying, you get to him, you're going through me. Right? He's saying, you're going to get to him. You've got to go through me. Religion. The flesh. The natural. Jesus reaches up and heals. Oh, glory. He heals the guy's ear. And basically, he says, put your, put your sword up. Put your sword up, Peter. I got this. I got... I just heard a word drop into my spirit. Jesus said, put your sword up. I've got this. Somebody needs to hear that. And you know what? Somebody say, I receive it. Come on, somebody say that. I receive it. Amen. So you, you got to understand that, that Peter was operating. Peter was operating from religion. Amen. That wants you to try to fight. Is, is anybody with me? Touch him. Touch me. Right? Listen, you don't have to fight in the kingdom. How can you defend the kingdom when you can't even resist temptation? 
can you defend the kingdom? You can't even turn your computer off. Oh, come on. Somebody say, we love you, Pastor. Jesus said, you don't have to fight for me. He looked at Peter and he said, you don't have to fight for me. He says, he says I could have called 12 legions of angels. Amen? Are you guys with me? Now, they were asking, don't miss this, don't miss this. It, it, it's, it's important. We've we got to make the transition. They were asking for a military kingdom. That's what they wanted. We need a king. We need a king. Are you going to restore the kingdom of Israel? We need a king. We need a king. They were asking for a military kingdom. You know what Jesus said? He said, go to Jerusalem and wait until you are endued with power from on high. This is the kingdom I'm setting up. Are you, did you guys receive that? The power in the spirit. Amen? It's, 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 it's a position of prayer, guys. It's a position of prayer. Stop. You know, I've told you before, I've told you in the previous weeks. You know, Jesus, Jesus, just wearing yourselves out. Begin to take your place, take your seat of authority. You with me? All right, let's move on. Now, we, we, we agree we have a key, a king. We have a key too, a whole bunch of keys. We're going to get to those. We agree we have a king, and he has a territory. King, a kingdom has a king, a kingdom has a domain. You know what else a kingdom has? Citizens. And you are citizens. Could you not even say I'm a citizen? Every kingdom. Every kingdom has privileges. Oh, my word. If you don't believe that, you haven't been watching the news. This kingdom here is giving out all kinds of privileges to people that don't even deserve them. I said it. Right? Come on, somebody help your pastor. Every kingdom has privileges. You don't have a right to be a citizen, but once you become a citizen, you have rights. Because if it's left up to you, I mean, I mean, it feels like you, based on you, you have a right to be a citizen. I'm not talking about the United States of America. I'm talking about in the kingdom of God. We don't have a right to be a citizen. We have, we have a right to die, right? Is it y'all with me? Remember? That's why Jesus came? Right? But when you become a citizen, you have rights. You know, Brand, Brandon, have you been a citizen all your life? You've born American? It's Houston, Texas. I'm too light skinned not to be a citizen. He said he's too light skinned not to be a citizen. Do what? Yeah. Where's your card at, man? What was that your dad said about the green card? He's a lot of things. I want one. <laughs> you told me that funny story. Okay. All right. I won't go there. I'll let Brandon tell you later. 
But you understand, Mitchell, when you, when you come into this nation and you become a citizen, then you have rights, right? Are you guys with me? The, the right to vote. The right to pay taxes. <laughs> Good one. At least you're supposed to. Religion reduces citizens to members of an organization. Just religious members. But citizens of a kingdom have rights. Religious people operate on emotions. Boy, what happened in the service today? It was just dead. You're operating on emotions. And don't get me wrong, I love to experience the presence of God and the anointing of God as much as the next person. But you can't go on emotions. You are kingdom citizens, and whether we even sing a song or whatever happens, and you, go out, you still have kingdom rights. They don't change that. Somebody shout amen. You know what? In fact, Revelation, Revelation chapter 5 says that we were born and we were put here to reign. No, we weren't put here to have church. Are you guys with me? Are you receiving the word? Citizens have rights. Religious people operate on emotions. Religious people think they can offer their things to God to keep God from being angry. If I do this, God won't be angry with me. It don't work that way. It's not the way it works. When bad things happen, religion says God is angry with me. When we have a hurricane in the, in the, in the nation, everybody says God's angry with us. No. It don't, hap- it don't, it don't work that way. In a, in a kingdom, you don't appease the government. Citizens have rights. You can make demands. Now, I'm going I'm to throw some things out here. The government is set up to serve the citizens. In religion, you work for the government. Oh, come on. Somebody's got to get that. And now here's what I felt like the Lord dropped into my spirit. I'm going to say it again. A government, how many believe, how many believe that, that the government of the United States, the original design of the government of the United States was, what's it say? For the, right? So here's the deal. I think, oh glory, this is just teaching. I'm just throwing this in for free. I think that the government of our nation was set up based on the principles of the word of God and the principles of the kingdom. Now, anything that takes the citizen rights away from the people and tries to make it about the government, they're operating in a spirit of antichrist. Oh, glory. That's... That there's, it's more, it's more, it's more deep, deeper rooted than what you realize. Trying to change things around and control you. Is anybody with me? Somebody shout amen. In religion, you work. This, that, that, this was God's original plan, right? Let them look at your name and say, "Let them." 
What did Jesus say? Matthew 10, 28. If any man come after me, or he said, uh, uh, help me out, Brandon. No, here's the verse. Here's the verse I'm, I'm, I'm looking for. The burdens coming to me. All you that labor and heavy laden, I'll give you rest for your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn me, for my yoke is easy. My... Where do we, we miss that at? Okay, so look at your name and say, citizens have rights. It's like the woman, it's like the woman that was bent over. Y'all remember that story? Remember that story? I want you to get this now. The woman that was bent over, and then she, you know, I don't know, just let's put it in modern day terms. She could have had a herniated disc or whatever, right? She's bent over. The religious leaders, Jesus, Jesus starts to, to talk about the issue, and then they start talking about, oh, no, he's going to heal on the Sabbath. Right? Religion, this, that's religious crowd. Do you understand that the Pharisees, the religious, that's the religious crowd, that's religion. How many believes they knew the word better than you do? How many believes the religious leaders knew it better than we do? They missed the whole point, James. They missed the whole point. They start talking about, oh, he's going to heal on the Sabbath. Religion, I want you to get this. God dropped this in my spirit. And you should, if you've got a pen, you should write this down. Religion wants you to become comfortable in your discomfort or with your discomfort. You accept it. Right? So Jesus, they're, they're, they're going religious. Jesus now, he brings in kingdom. Get this. He says, is not this woman a daughter of Abraham? He made a contract with Abraham. He said, so you're keeping her bound in religion but I'm speaking that according to the contract that I made with Abraham, she is a daughter of Abraham. She is a Jew. She is supposed to be free. Be free. And she stands up straight and she's healed. You follow what I'm saying? Religion, religion. You know what, you know what religion says? Oh, honey, that's just the Lord's will for you to be there. No, that's blown. That's hogwash. No, that's not. Proper grammar, but Amen. How about this? Oh, I'm sorry, Brandon. Just all things work together for the good for them who love the Lord and call to his. I'm sorry you have to endure that, but you know, all things work. No, it's not scriptural. Quit, quit. You gotta go back and read the Bible. Read it from a kingdom standpoint. Stop misquoting and misusing scripture. Come on, is anybody with your pastor? 
No, it, God, it's not God's will for you to be sick. It's not God's will for you to be broke. It's not God's will for you to be depressed. It's not God's will for you to live in anxiety. It's not God's will for you to live in fear. Come on, somebody needs to get a hold of kingdom mentality and kingdom thinking and quit living like religious people. I've read this book. I've read it from front to back at least three times. I've read some books probably 20 times. It's not in here. It's not. Is anybody with me? If you're with me, can you give God a hand clap of praise? Kingdom citizens, not religious Christians. We have one. See, religion, religion, how much time do I have? Can I preach for a while? Religion, Mitchell, religion tells you that you're just stuck with circumstance. Sorry about that. Sorry about your luck. Amen? You know, we tell people, and I'm way ahead of myself, but we come in here and we, we dance and we say God is great and God is all these things. And then we go out and we can't overcome. We're missing it somewhere, right? Are you all with me? It's in the book. Look at your neighbor and say it's in the book. All right, give me just a few more minutes. We're preaching on prayer, believe it or not. This is the angle of prayer. Amen. Religious leaders couldn't get couldn't get the woman healed. They just decided, and they criticized Jesus because it was the Sabbath. You know, we got to stop criticizing because it don't look like what we think it should look like. Amen. Bo don't look like your typical minister, right? Boy ministered to a lot of people yesterday. Amen? Oh, come on. Somebody shout amen. All right, here we go. I'm going to try to finish this up. All right. Citizens, look at your neighbor and say, I'm a citizen. You know the Bible... Do you know that the scripture actually says that your citizenship is not of this world? You know the Bible says that you're foreigners? Do you know the Bible says you're aliens? You're not from here. You're not from here. It's time you start living like you weren't from here. Amen? Amen? And I'm not talking about shunning the world. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the way you operate in the spirit. All right, here we go. Look at your neighbor one more time and say, I'm a citizen. Oh, my word. Okay. As citizens, let's look at it in the natural. As citizens of a nation, as citizens of the United States of America... Who protects us? 
Somebody shout it out. Somebody shout it out. In the natural. The military. Somebody shout. Let's just take one branch of it. Sorry for you guys if you were in the Marines, Navy, or Air Force. Let's just shout Army. Let's use the Army today. We'll use the Marines next week. Navy and then Air Force. Bob. Did you know Army? Elder Wright, it's his birthday. We're using Army. <laughs> the Army takes care of the citizens. It's my understanding when you join the military, you change that, right? You're not considered a civilian anymore. Right? You're considered a protector. Anybody with me? So the army takes care of... All right, you got to get this. This is the most important part of this message. And I'm probably am going to blow up. It's the most important part, I promise. And we're going to finish this word. The army takes care of the citizens. The Bible tells us that the angels are the army of God. Okay, let's let's put let's put it let's put it let's put it this way. If you have a problem, you call the police, right? The police have an obligation to come and help you. I'm going, to mess, I'm going to mess with your mentality. And, and it, this, when, I, when God spoke this to me, Tammy, it messed with mine. I don't want to mess with your religious way of thinking. But nowhere in the scripture does it say that the church is the army. Because we have made it into a religious thing where we're supposed to fight. Take your place. Take your seat. God never stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Be still and know that I am God. You need not to fight in this battle, for the battle is the Lord's. Do you need some more? So the angels, oh glory. There's a scripture here somewhere in my notes. I can't find it. But nowhere in the Bible does the word refer to the church as an army. How many books have been written about an army of the Lord? And we even sang a little song in Sunday school, I'm in the Lord's army. You need to stop and let the angels do their job. Right? You, they are... Ministering spirits, angels. Are you guys with me? And it's just like when you call the police and they come to your rescue. The Bible says he has given his angels, he has given his army charge over you. So what the kingdom does, it makes you in charge of the army. Oh, 
Because you are a citizen and you can call the police. Okay, how about this? Daniel, in Daniel chapter 10, I'll have time to go there, but go home and read it. In Daniel chapter 10, Daniel had a situation. Daniel was a praying man. We're still talking about prayer. Here's really going to culminate what I spoke to you this morning. Daniel was a praying man. In Daniel chapter 10, Daniel had a prayer. And Daniel prayed, and the scripture says, y'all know the scripture? What's the Bible say? The Bible says, you know, the Bible says that for 21 days, three weeks, he lost his strength. And he waited, and he waited, and he waited. Well, see, what happens is Daniel, Daniel called the army. Daniel called the police. When you call the police, guess what they're going to do? They're going to come to your rescue. They're going to turn on their lights. They're going to stop everybody else to get to you. Everybody's pulling over. Lights are going. Sirens going. They're pulling over to get to you, to help you. Daniel's praying 21 days. All of a sudden, there's some demons that blocks the angel that had been sent to answer Daniel's prayer. The, the, the angel calls on reinforcements. And the angel says, Michael, I've got a problem down here. There's some demons that have got the road blocked and won't let me get through to Daniel. Michael says, no problem. Got you covered. And they come and they, they, they block. Are y'all, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? They take care of the demons. They clear the road and they get to Daniel But here's the key. They tell Daniel, when you first prayed, we heard your prayer, and we were on the way. Is anybody with me? Look at your neighbor and say, Daniel never did fight. Say it one more time. Daniel didn't fight. Are y'all with me? Do you get that? So here's what the Lord said. An angel is on his way. Now, every demon in hell may try to stop him, but in the end... They're not going to. (laughs) Come on up to the music. I'm going to close. You got to see this. Somebody say we need an angel army. Daniel picked up the phone and said, Lord, I got some problems here down in Persia. How many knows you don't have to talk loud either? Use your cell phone. Put it on speaker. Lord, we got a problem here in Newtown, Pineville. Daniel 4.35, he does according to his will in the army. Everybody say army. In the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. No one can restrain his hand or say to him, what have you done? Thank you. That's, that's, I want, that's the scripture I wanted. Army. Of heaven. Somebody shout amen. There's an army that God wants to rescue us. You are a citizen. You have rights. 
Come on, are y'all getting that? Somebody shout amen. You know what? You know what intercession? You know what intercession really is? I'm gonna give you the simplest, and we're talking about prayer. I'm gonna give you the simplest definition you'll ever get of intercession. Intercession is waiting until the army comes. You spoke it. And you're waiting on the army. Somebody shout amen. So there's an angel. Relax. Look at your name and say relax. Let the army work on your problems. You got to stop fighting. How many remembers? How many remembers? And we're closing. How many remembers when when Joshua had an issue with Jericho? Remember what he ran into this guy, and he says, "Are you for us or against us?" You know what he said, Ernie? He said, "I'm the captain." He said, "I'm the captain of the host." Oh, glory! I wish you'd get this in your spirit. He said, I'm the captain of the host. He said, you should see what's coming behind me. (laughs) Amen. You should see what I'm getting ready to send. You know what he basically was saying? Jericho's in trouble. Right? Somebody say the army's coming. I'm speaking it right now. There's an angel coming your way. Somebody receive that. Now, if you, get, if you leave here with a religious spirit, no, you're going to keep fighting yourself. You're going to pull out that pocket knife like Brandon did, helping me out and try to cut off an ear. You're working yourself to death. You know, and that's really it. That's a good illustration. All they have is a pocket knife, but really that's basically what we're doing. We're trying, to, we're trying to cut up a demon with a pocket knife, and you're operating in religion, and that's why demons are still whipping your butt every day. You better start operating in kingdom power, kingdom principle. You're going to say, hey, I have a general of an army. I have a captain of an army. His name is King Jesus. And guess what? He's getting ready to mess you up, boy. It's time to start throwing down. Oh, I got all kinds of them. Jesus didn't tap out. I said, Jesus didn't tap out. He defeated the enemy. Is anybody with me? All right, stand up. I, I got so much more. We'll keep it for next week, okay? We're going to start talking about the keys. Look at your neighbor and say, you've got some keys. How many wants to hear about the keys next week? Okay, I want you to get one word. Do, do you realize... The way we read the Bible, don't, don't miss what I'm going to tell you, I'm closing. But the way we read the Bible is often dependent upon one word. And you realize that the scripture never said you have the keys to the kingdom. The, the scripture says you have the keys of the kingdom. All right, I'm just going to give you a preview. Some people have just used the key to the kingdom and they made it in the lobby. That's as far as they got. Religion. Oh, I feel what I'm getting ready to tell tell you guys. Religion wants you to die in the lobby. 
Religion wants you to die in the lobby. God has so much more for his people. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.